He runs a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You ought to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I, and I haven't hit this before, I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His, his slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money-making opportunities to be had, and he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good afternoon, Santa Barbara. Welcome to the Snooze You Lose Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. Joined by me around the Don. It's been one day on the job mm. as you being the new Knicks head coach. Right. And you already got a cold. Yep. It's the influenza going on around there. Uh, it's a cult. It's called losing. That's what I caught. <laughs> I caught the losings. Um, yeah, man. It's firing season. How does it feel? Huh? How does it feel to be in charge? Uh, You know... It's it's fun finally being being charge of a of a team that you know is like me, just a bunch of losers out here and stuff. Listen, the the bright spot is you don't have to do well. No, you're still gonna get paid. Isn't that great? We talked about this what a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, if that long ago. I think it was last week. We literally I uh, think two weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago. ago. I think we talked about this two weeks ago. Weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We said, what is there to gain? By firing Fizdale. There is no one that's going to walk through that door that could turn this team around this year. Mm-hmm. You're already bad. You're not going to make the playoffs. The roster's a joke. So let them finish out the season at least. Right. What's, what's going to change? I, and then we played devil's advocate. We said, what if you bring somebody in new? You know, you give them a few, you give them a half of a season to try and figure things out going into next year. Mm-hmm. But nobody that's going to take this job in December is going to be the head coach in October. No, that's 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 absolutely right. Uh, you just don't see... I mean, you're not going to get a marquee head coach at all whatsoever at, at this point in time. You're going to get a caretaker. That's, that's it. <laughs> you're going to get a babysitter. So then what's, a, so what's then, the point? So then why not have Fizdale? Just let him rock out. Yeah. You got to pay him. Right? You had to pay him. He's so still my, getting paid. So might as well like let, let him earn his let, money. Let us it. Yeah. Let him earn his money. Fizdale... 21 and 91 in the last two and a half years because he finished in Memphis 0 and 8. Oh, shit. okay, <laughs> finished fun, in Memphis, fun little fact right there 0 and 8. So, in his two seasons as a Nick head coach and his last eight, eight games, games in Memphis, he is 21 and 91. Was anyone expecting better? <sighs> Maybe at first, I, I like the signing at first. I'm not a Knicks fan. I don't care about sports. I'm here to make money. At the, at the beginning, I thought the signing was a good move. You bring a guy in, he's kind of gritty. You know, he, he coaches defense. But at the end of the day, same thing. Like we talked about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. You got to bring in a guy that's done this before. That's won this jersey. That's worn this jersey before. Right. Go get somebody. Go get the Pat Ewing. Uh-huh. Go get the John, Star- uh, John Starks. Go get the Mark Jackson. One of them. Uh-huh. Hell, give Allen Houston a shot. Somebody. Now Somebody has done this before. Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> Gotta feed his kids. <laughs> you are listening to the Snooze Lose podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Uncle Joe. Join my Ron the Don. Hit that subscribe button. Apple, YouTube, Spotify. You know where to find us. Tell a friend and tell a friend. This is a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Black Bookie. Give us a like on Facebook on the Uncle Joe. Follow Ron the Don on Twitter at Ron underscore. E-L underscore Don. He has two jobs here. To be the sports fan. 
And of course, to keep us hydrated as he brings us beer every week. What did you bring us this week? Uh, this week, I bought from a good old fashion, good old friend, Abita. Uh, this time, strawberry lager. It's Abita strawberry lager, uh, flavored with strawberry. I want to see if it's Aye. good or not. <laughs> I never had a strawberry beer. Usually, it's like pumpkin or orange or apple. Right, right, right. Let's just try it out. Cheers, but sorry. Cheers. I could smell. I literally feel like I'm about to eat like toast right now. I could smell the strawberry. You can smell the strawberry, but the taste of strawberry really isn't there as much as the smell. The smell is definitely there. Yeah. The taste is, you get it a little bit at the end. Yep. The smell, though, mm-hmm. it smells like breakfast. <laughs> it smells like <laughs> strawberry waffles. It smells like goes. breakfast. Uh, what, what's your rating? Uh, again, I was, expect, I was expecting... Kind of like a sickly sweet strawberry. This one is kind of more subtle. So yeah. that is pleasantly surprising. I like that though. That's yeah. a good, I feel like it's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. That is a good thing. I was expecting a bad thing, but I was ended up being a good thing. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, and I love a beta too. It's a t- uh, I'm going to go with a 295. 295 for Ron the Don's review. Download the Black Bookie app. Check out all his previous reviews. Of course, tune into the podcast every week. As he'll be bringing us a different beer every week. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to jump into. We have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest joining us. My man Clyde Hutz from LA joining us. Shame uh, I couldn't be there for that one. Had to do it without you. But make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We're going to jump right into that. Follow him on Twitter at Clyde Hutz. Gives great picks, good transparency. Was an awesome guest. Mm-hmm. Cowboys fan, so he's not feeling too hot. Ugh. But, uh, Awesome, awesome interview as we got in uh, tune with him. I feel like watching the NFL this week. I, I know everything that's gonna happen. You already, you already know. It's done. It's done. It's, like it's, it's in no, the cards already, I man. I think like there's no surprises. Oh, there's gotta be. Let Let's did, break. Did, I'll, did I'll you break see that down. Saints game happening like that? Okay, so no. Okay. I did not see that many points. Uh huh. I did not see San Fran won that game, right? San Fran won. Did not see that. I yeah. did not see that many points. Mm-hmm. But because that happened, I don't think they can repeat that. So, so We've this, talked about this for weeks. Yeah. This is a team that has to play with a lead. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, you know, he's banging porn stars. He's cool. Right. We like him. Right. He's not a star. Yet, at least. He's not a star quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, he's a little bit of a game manager. He's okay. He can be a good player too. He makes he, he makes can. a few plays, uh, but trailing. Uh huh. I need to march down the field and get in field goal range. Okay, so, so he's. So I he's, don't believe him. So he doesn't like take the reins. Yeah, right. Not not yeah. yet at least. Yeah. So this defense has definitely been the heart and soul. So right. did I see forty something points? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But more reason why I don't think that'll be happening again. Okay. Let's break it down. I mean, you got the Colts. Season's done. Yep. Season was done last week. Right. You couldn't lose that game in Tennessee. Bad loss against Houston. Season's over. Mm-hmm. Seahawks and the Rams. Seattle, you can never count out Russ. He's still MVP candidate, but they have to be home. Do you know they're not the same on the road? Yeah. It's been that way. It's mm-hmm. been nothing new. It's been that way. Ravens, Buffalo. That's a Buffalo, what do we say? They're going to be a tough out. Yeah. They're going to and, be a tough and they out. Show, they showed and they it. They showed it today. Yeah. They're going to be a tough out. Do I think they'll be the Super Bowl champions? No, but they are going to be a tough out. Right. They're not going to be easy to put away. Mm-hmm. Browns are a joke. Browns are a joke. 
Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay. They confuse me. They confuse me. Yeah. They confuse me. You should be better. Uh huh. Right. You have a Aaron Rodgers. He, the window's closing. Mm-hmm. Closing fast too. I feel like. <laughs> Minshew mania. Nick Foles. <laughs> all bad. No. They need to tank for Tua. This team needs a quarterback. Yeah. And they thought it was. Gonna and they be have cool. no money. No, they don't. <laughs> this team needs a quarterback. Ah, uh, yeah, because uh, Fournette can't do it all, all himself. He's this team needs a QB. The Chiefs, uh-huh. great win, big win. But is it New England can't score? We know they can't score. Right. This team can't score. They need. This is the only thing. See, right now I have it done. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the Ravens versus somebody. Okay. So, I really believe that. So the Ravens are the class. Now. I, th- I really believe that. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm not trying to hop on the bandwagon. I don't want to count out Pat Mahomes and crew, but you're going to have to go to Baltimore, mm-hmm. which is, this is way yeah. different than having to go to Arrowhead. Right. You're going to have to go through Baltimore. And I just feel like this year, mm-hmm. they're destined to win. I don't think it's going to be a dynasty or they're going to win two out of the next three or anything like that. Right. But this season... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 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 theirs. Yeah, it's theirs to lose. Now I want to ask you this one: Did you see Lamar Jackson having this excellent of a season? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. But he's around good coaching, mm-hmm. great draft class. Mm-hmm. He's got some vets around him, he's taking care of his body, right. taking care of the football, right? Yeah, because because I remember when I, we talked about this before the season, he was taking he was doing dangerous things in in preseason, you know, and we thought like that was going to be a problem. Like this guy's going to take like a big lick, and he's going to be out for a couple weeks. And we stuff. we've and, been waiting for him to get hurt for thirteen weeks, uh-huh. and, and it hasn't happened, and it's yeah. not going to happen. No, he's been absolutely brilliant. This the only season. way he's going to get hurt is if it's one of those freak injuries where it's like non contact, okay, and he's hurt. Kind of like a maybe like an RG three sort of deal and stuff right. like that, right? So, I don't think they're gonna be a dynasty, but I think this is their year. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, because it's way different not having to go to Arrowhead. Man. You're gonna have to come through Baltimore. Man, I hope you're right. <laughs> and the only way uh-huh. New England can do something, mm-hmm. they gotta make a move. Mm. We gotta wake up tomorrow and Des Bryant gets signed. Oh, shit. Or Gronk gets signed. <laughs> AB's back. So, something yeah. like that has to happen. Because uh-huh. this team can't score. Right. They can't score. And the defense it, is top five. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be enough. Right. I mean, they they definitely helped carry the carry the team early on when we just thought, oh, let Tom Brady get warmed up. Right, and stuff. right. Let, let Tom, it's now... It's too late it's for that. It's now week 14 and... You're putting up 16. Yeah. <laughs> At home. At home. And, You're not that, scoring. and there was a costly interception that made the, made the game kind of insurmountable. We go to the NFC, like we just said. Green Bay? Huh? Uh-huh. You know? The Saints? Huh? I, I feel like their window kind of closed. Right. To be fair, they were robbed. Thank God they were. Yeah. They were robbed two years in a row. I mean, the Minnesota Miracle not really a robbery, but last year with the pass interference, they were robbed. Could they put up a better performance? That's what we all question. San Fran, my thoughts. I don't think Jimmy, they can only play with a lead. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G's not a guy that I believe in that's going to march down the field and put you in position to win a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't count out Russ. But I don't I don't think Russ and company right now could beat the Ravens. No. You know? Mm-hmm. No one in the NFC East can beat Baltimore. 
No one in the NFC can beat anybody. <laughs> can beat anybody. I, I, mean, like, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. No, I don't. <sighs> Truth's in the pudding. So it's going to be between those three. Uh, those two. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like you're aiming towards two. Yeah. It's going to be Ravens and Chiefs. If without I'm, a doubt. If I'm getting that. Okay. Yeah, without a doubt. Like I said, unless we wake up tomorrow and see Des Bryant and sign or somebody sign that's going to really make an impact. Victor Cruz is back. So, wow. Yeah, <laughs> unless we see something like that. Yeah. This team can't score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you got the GOAT on the field and off the field. But, you know. Still got to show up. Still have to show up. And let's face it. he Age is not is undefeated here. Come on now. Father Tom doesn't lose. Nope. Does not lose. So, but a uh, heck of a week. We're going to get into the recap. First, we're going to jump but to the interview. You okay. forgot You forgot something. What's up? What about my Jets are pulling off? <laughs> In Tank Bowl Part Two, <laughs> wait, wait to do what you're not supposed to do again. Way to win a game. I know. I Stop know. winning games. Right out of out of botch pi. We talked about this though. Uh-huh. Also, this is why you gotta follow the show because we we always talk about this. Yeah, we talked about this a week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Where if you are gonna do this, mm-hmm. run the table. We talked about the schedule. We talked about who was left. Well, they fucked up. <laughs> and then you lost to the Bengals. We lost to the Bengals. <laughs> so now, you just lose. So you know what they're, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. You're they're going to blow the- out <laughs> the Ravens. I'm kidding. <laughs> they're going to get blown out. I would love for that. <laughs> right? Just would, like- Vegas would love that. <laughs> Vegas would love... So much money would be ruined if you guys beat the Bengals. <laughs> Hell, if you even just cover. Just cover, I guess... The- what would you think that line's going to be at? Oh, it's got to be 13. 13? Yeah, okay. Easily. That's got to be 11, 13 easily. Yeah. I don't care where it's at. It could it's, be on Pluto. It's, it's double digits. Yeah. It's easy, <laughs> easy double digits on that one. It could be on Pluto. It's got to be 13, 11. Yeah, at least 11, 13 points without a doubt. It can be in Vinny Tessaverde's backyard and still go 11, 13 without a doubt from the gate tonight. That line's going to be 13. But we talked about this. You guys had a chance to run the table. Your schedule's favorable. Right. You're not going to lose the Dolphins twice. Right. You, was- you thought we were gonna, you were going to beat the Bengals. Right. And here we are. Here we are. Fucking everything up. <laughs> like always. But a lot, a lot. you're not the only ones. No, definitely not. Cowboys still the Cowboys. Uh-huh. I'm at a point, too, where I just don't get... Why? See, see, if you want to fire, see, this ties in, and I didn't even plan this. If you're going to fire Fizdale, <laughs> you got to fire Jason Garrett. Now, what? but now, though, what? see, the difference is uh-huh. with the Fizdale thing, what do we just say? No one's going to walk through the door and change this team this year. Right. Jason Garrett, we could fire him right now and let somebody else take over, change the culture immediately. Right. Cause that's a wake up call for everybody. Wait, immediately. You uh-huh. got guys that are fighting for contracts. Right. This is a wake up call immediately. You're still fighting for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're technically in first place. <laughs> that's a wake up call immediately. That there's no way mm-hmm. that Friday I wouldn't have let him go. It's not after losing that type of game to Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky looked amazing, yeah. and he's looked like dog crap the rest of the whole season. You gotta go. You gotta go. 
Because the only other time. What am I going to do? I'm going to wait until February and do it? What's the difference? And I feel like he's he's been given so many chances to succeed. Jerry, I, Jerry loves him. I don't it, know why. But he's <laughs> running thin. But he but he's been underperforming so for so many years. I feel like for how long are we gonna do this? Mm-hmm. It's at a point now of three, four straight losses. Mm-hmm. We're still fighting for our lives. We can still get into the playoffs. We're gonna talk about that actually with Clyde. They have a shot to still get into the playoffs. Why not just shake things up? Mm-hmm. The play calling's not good. The coaching's not good. The culture's not good. Right. What do we got to lose? So, so you think it's like a stagnant culture? Uh, got so, to. Yeah. Because you don't think these guys know. No, they're, they're not stupid at all. They know he's not going to be here. Yeah. So how do you play hard for somebody that you know mm-hmm. isn't going to be there next year? Mm-hmm. When I show up to training camp, this guy's, I don't have to impress you. Yeah, right. He's not going to be here. <laughs> Who could you get on such short notice? Because, again, we're fighting for, Listen, we're fighting for like playoff lives. And we talked about this with Clyde. I'm not saying someone's going to walk through the door that you're going to sign for five years, seven years. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But you shake up culture. You give the interim coach, the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, somebody mm-hmm. the job right now. It's still a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Whether it works out or not, it's up to the players. But it's not working with this either. No, it's definitely so no. what, yeah. what do we have to lose? Right, right. It's not working with this either. Right. Because we know, we know, even if this team makes the playoffs and they lose in the second round, mm-hmm. he's not coming back. It's, unless somehow they flip the switch and they win a ch- championship or at least go to the Super Bowl, no, cho- no shot he keeps so his Super job. So Super Bowl or bust? No shot he keeps his job. That's the only way he keeps his job at mm-hmm. this point. So if, only way. if he even makes it to the playoffs, right? Yeah. So only way he can keep your job because mm-hmm. not only are you losing games, you're losing prime time games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Two straight big games. Especially, I thought after the Thanksgiving one, I thought that was it. I really thought that was it. <laughs> but now again, uh huh. To Mitch. To Mitch. You gotta go. That's how time here is done. Yeah. Your your services no well needed. Let's get to the, the interview. My man Clyde came through. Follow him, like I said, at Clyde Hutz on Twitter. Awesome guy, also interview. Let's get into that right now. Snooze Loose Podcast. Don't go anywhere. And the highly anticipated, long overdue interview we've been looking for all the way from L.A. joining us. My man Clyde Hutz. Welcome to the Snooze Loose Podcast. How's everything going, man? Hey, what's up? Good. Everything is good. Uh, you know, football season, so it's always great. Probably How was your Thanksgiving? It was, you know, it was nice and all. It was like, Thanksgiving was always nice, the food and whatnot, but I did lose more bets than I would have liked. But that's the way it goes sometimes, you know? That definitely is the way it goes. Uh, it, it's funny, actually, to hear you say that, though, because I was just reading, you know, you had a really good college football season as we're heading into the bowl season. Um, congratulations on that. I'm not going to be shy about it. We got absolutely destroyed this year, kind of, in college football. Uh, but you did a really good job. What were some of the things that you felt went went your way when you were picking games this year, or was it just certain teams you were riding with? You know, what was really your, uh, you know, your strategy this year in college football? Thanks. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's like it's it's funny. So actually, you know, what really started is it started um, last year, last college basketball season. Um, I don't know what it was. One day I just decided, just to, just to try a new strategy and just go forward with that and so my strategy is pretty simple i mean it's kind of my own strategy so it's hard to replicate but in some ways anyway my strategy is is i just go through all the matchups all the lines 
and I write down whatever stands out to me. So um, this weekend, um, I had what was one obvious one. Well, I'll I'll just do, I'll just keep it simple. So this weekend with NFL, at least, and it's a different sport. But like I love the Niners, right? So I wrote down Niners plus six or whatever, and I do that with all the different lines. And once I do that, I look at the, the where the money is, like if it's public or sharp. And all I do is if it's public at all, even if it kills me, even if I love it, I scratch it out. And so I just do that with every sport all year. And uh, this year it really turned things around. I don't, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you don't ever want to just blindly ride one side or avoid one side. But for me, it's worked. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, there are certain teams that, <laughs> I try and convince myself that they'll bounce back or whatever, but I mean that's part of the part of the game, you know. Absolutely, it's definitely a part of the business. I mean, that's one thing we talk about here on the show all the time is that we don't bet teams; we really bet numbers. And if the public is just too much on a team, you know, we just got to go the other way or we got to leave it alone, whether how much we like it as well too. Um, but I'm trying to think too. Sunday was something that stuck out to me right off the top of my head, where the public money was just all over it. And we had to go the other way, and it, and it paid out for us. So that, that's usually how it is. Um, yeah. We're going into bowl season. Are there any teams so far you're looking to to keep riding, maybe, that has been with you so far or that you're looking to fade or stay away from? That's a good question. It's well, it's tough with bowl season because we still don't know um, all the matchups, obviously. But yeah. Going into it, I mean, there are certain teams where I always like to back good coaching. Obviously, it kind of goes without saying, but it's true. It's like I think good coaches always outperform the spread. Like, you just look at Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Like, inevitably, it's like after a loss at home games, they somehow always seemingly are like 60% or higher against the spread in whatever span of time you're looking at. And I think it's one of those things that if you just look at – I don't want to say just look at coaching because talent obviously, especially in college sports, talent – can rule the day when it's all said and done and can overcome in spite of bad coaching at times. But um, just maybe like, and like a team like Baylor, for example, I mean, Matt Rule obviously is pretty hot right now. Everyone knows he's good, but depending on who they match up with, I'll kind of like to, to back Baylor in that spot just because Matt Rule has shown he's very competent and knows how to, knows how to coach as well as anyone. So that's one team. Um, and it's, it's tough. Cause it's like, you just don't know, like, there's the layoff, and then you have certain coaches that are kind of lame ducks, or you have interim coaches, and so it's it's a little tricky. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, no, it's all, it's all fun. It's, so once the matchups come out, I'm definitely going to go through the numbers, and it's kind of nice, too, because you have plenty of time to, to focus it and get in the weeds and whatnot before you, you, you put your money down, you know. Now, I noticed you said you had changed your strategy this year. You know, how long have you been – you know, seriously handicapping games. I know we all probably have started at some point just betting on games and doing parlays and stuff like that. But, you know, how long would you say you really started to to dive in and really been giving out plays and things like that? Uh, So I started my account in 2014. Um, okay. And with the, the what really got me to, I think, see, with the first bet I ever made, so I'll start with the beginning. The first bet I ever made was Florida, Michigan, uh, um, NCAA tournament, Elite Eight. I think it was 2013, whatever year. Kansas was like the number one seed, and Trey Burke had that insane game. And just basically, him and um, the big power forward, my mind's blanking. Um, they just they somehow 
stunned that Kansas team, which I thought was going to win the title for sure. Anyway, after that yeah. game, I was just so positive that Michigan was going to beat Florida. Like, I think the money line was pretty high. I mean, relatively, it was like probably plus 180 or something. And I was just so sure about that game. So I found a website, deposited the money, and <laughs> ever since then, that was it. But uh, so I made my account. <laughs> I started giving out plays, but I mean, kind of like a lot of people on Twitter, it's like a lot of them for the first couple of years were just perpetually 500, you know, just like kind of grinding away. And then over the years, I think you start to pick up little things like if if you like a comp, like a divisional home dog, that's usually a good, a good bet long term. Obviously, matchup to matchup, things are different, but long term, if you blindly bet division home dogs or conference home dogs, whatever the case may be, it's usually a better idea than taking a uh, favorite road comp uh, division opponent, you know, but just little things like that, or just avo- avoiding bets I would have made in the past, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. As you know, the longer the longer you're into it, the the better you get at at uh, picking out the traps and staying away from the traps. I mean, the one thing I do love about your account though is that besides the uh, the Simpsons uh, emoji for the profile pic. It, you know, it's just the trans the transparency. I love how you're honest. You know, you say when you win, you say when you lost. It's not, you know, you don't do the every day is a, a max play or, you know, max unit pick. It's, this is the game of the year. You know, it's just honest picking and, you know, you give your, you know, what you think and what you think is going to play well that night. So I just love that about your account. I mean, that's, that's tough to see these days. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's definitely one of the things I try and do because it's funny because in a lot of ways, it's like being 100% transparent, win and lose, bad, really bad days, really good days. Like this last NFL yeah. week was brutal for me, but I mean, that's a week to week stuff happens. Um, And just staying 100% transparent, it like, it keeps me honest with myself too. I mean, it sounds kind of right, simple, right. but it truly does keep me honest with myself. And it's like, if I like some stupid second half, Take I get in my head like oh this team's not going to play that bad in the first half let me take it on the second half it's like just the act of tweeting it out and like I'm like you know what I don't feel that strongly about this why I'm actually going to bet on it if I wouldn't even tweet it out you know so it, right it, right it keeps you honest and um I try and do things and I just have this belief for I mean everyone's different everyone's different betting strategies and whatever works for you works for you um the thing that I try and keep simple with like every bet is just one unit or to win one unit is because if I like a bet I should make it if I don't like it I shouldn't make it you know it's like kind of very it's almost too binary but for me it works because like if you don't like to pick that much why are you making it you know yeah no it, it sounds simple in words but that discipline and having that money management and that control is it's a lot harder than than it sounds uh so that you're definitely 100% right about that but we are being joined by Clyde Hud's here on the Snooze Lose podcast. And I know we were trying to get you on the show for a while and you were saying you were doing some some work for the NFL. What what's going on there? What do you do for the the league? Uh yeah, so my real life, so I work for a media company that covers the league. Um Gotcha. It's it's not for the league. Luckily, otherwise I think that there might be real issues. But luckily the company I work for, they just cover it. So um in like I said, in real life on Sundays I do um some research work for them. I don't want to get too specific, obviously, just because the nature of, I mean, things are going in the right direction as far as legalization goes, but, you know, it's, things are right. still so, um, so, yeah, so every Sunday I work on research type stuff. So it, it kind of funny, it works out. It's like you pick up certain stats, like certain teams have never won in certain destinations or like, I'm a crazy one I came across was when the red, when the lines went to Washington 
few Sundays ago. Um, since like 1939, Washington was like 22 and one against the Lions in Washington. And it's like, I normally don't pay attention to trends, especially trends that go way beyond generations, but that's just right, so yeah. And uh, so I was like, all right, I guess I know what to do with this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, one different coaches, different players, different. Some some teams aren't even in the same division anymore. But yeah, well, when you get a trend going back that far, you can't mess up. You can't pass up on it. Yeah, and it's just so insane too. Like it was twenty two and one, something along those lines. Um, so so yeah, like I, I normally I'm not even a trend guy. I don't even like to look at trends, but stuff like that. I'm like, some things are just really difficult, and especially in the NFL when everything is so level. Uh, any kind of road trip, it, it can be tough, you know, any given Sunday, as they say. Yeah, I didn't want to get you in a uh, a Josh Shaw situation. <laughs> I was just interested <laughs> on, uh, you know, the research that you do. But we do have NFL. I mean, we're, we're past the midway point. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. I know you were saying some lines that you like this week. Uh, and just any teams that you think people should look out for down the stretch that are going to help put money in the people's pockets or teams that we should stay away from that, you know, maybe they've been burning you and that you should, you know, you, you, people should stay away from. Yeah. It's funny. There are certain teams like, okay, like I'm off the Cowboys. Um, truth be told, I'm a self-loving Cowboys fan, but I don't really, I, uh, I'm, I'm objective when I, when I bet, like I only do something. If, I'm pretty good. At, I'm co- pretty good at car, uh, compartment, uh, compartmentalizing. So um, I don't let that get in my way, but teams like the Cowboys, like I'm just off. I just can't trust them anymore. Um, but it's yeah. funny because I'll say that, but then I felt the exact same way about the Broncos uh, after the Chiefs game when they're just lying, forgot how to block. And there was like eight stacks or something crazy. And I'm like, all right, no more Broncos. And then this last weekend, I liked them for some reason. Then I talked myself out of it because I'm like, no, I said no more Broncos. So it's like, you got to be careful when you swear off certain teams because then you talk yourself out of a pick that would have fit. But um, but for this weekend, looking at college, I tend to think Utah has just been so dominant. Like outside of that one, I don't want to call it a fluky USC loss, but given what USC is these days, does some kind of fluky. They just dominate everyone. And Oregon, I'm not really sold on Dustin Herbert. I know he has he has quote unquote the arm. He has stuff as you would say in baseball but I don't know, like that ASU I was not surprised by that ASU outcome that was I was kind of waiting for that game I don't think I ended up uh, playing that uh, picking that game but I was not surprised by that so I kind of like Utah this weekend um it's six six and a half or so right now uh I I can't imagine moving too much but either way I tend to like Utah um another one I have my on that I'll probably take is Georgia plus seven the thing about Georgia is their defense is kind of overlooked this year. Uh, I know their offense, for some reason, isn't quite as good as or dominant as it's been in past years. But, I mean, they still have a yeah. good offensive line. Jake Fromm is still NFL talent. Um, and their defense is, I think, being overlooked. And it's funny because this is one, one of the few years where LSU has a good offense, but their defense is more questionable than the offense is. So I just think Georgia will keep pace because I think their defense will keep them in it. And so seven points to me is a lot for a Georgia team that I think is underrated. Um, so. And then those are the two I really like right now. I I could take maybe take the under in the Clemson-Virginia game just because it's so high and I can't imagine Virginia scoring hardly any points. But 
I say that and then watch Clemson will win fifty six zero. Like oh, why <laughs> could end this, you know? But uh, what's the I'm looking at right now? We'll see. I have to do more research when we get closer to um the weekend. But that's what I'm thinking right now. Now, did the Cowboys burn you on Thanksgiving? They did, and that's why I was kind of kicking myself because I, I, I did a good job of avoiding them for most of the year. And like the one game, I'm like, okay, they should take care of business. After the Patriots lost, they're back at home. Uh, I thought the Bills' offense was just kind of so-so, and it's like, why did I do that? <laughs> Being a fan, what do you think is uh, going to be the next move towards the offseason? Oh man, well obviously you're gonna they're gonna get a new coach. Um yeah. The question is you. I mean, I would love Lincoln Riley. That would be exciting and I mean, to be honest, I think it would just be a fun story for the whole sports world. I mean, I'm I'm biased. I'm sure people would not like that for obvious reasons if Lincoln Riley is as good as we think he is. But um so that's step one, kind of obviously. Um I wasn't a fan Any of Any chance you think Urban Meyer? You know, it's funny. He was on The Herd a few weeks ago, and he, like, talked about the Cowboys' job as though it was, like, quote-unquote, one of the best in sports or whatever. So, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know if he was just talking it up because he's on TV now, but if he's interested, I mean, why not? I mean, two different championships, two different schools, that's it's, – you don't see that hardly ever. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it, to me, it'd be a home run if we can get, get him out of retirement. I don't I don't know if, he, if he's going to do that just yet, but – We'll see. I would love to see that happen. Do you think uh, Dak gets paid? or I mean, I don't think Amari's going to be back with you guys. You already obviously signed Zeke. What do you think the situation is going to be with Dak? Oh, man, that's another one where it's like uh, I, I can't even I, – I think in some way, shape, or form, we'll give him money. Earlier in the week, I heard them talk about franchise tag maybe, but I don't know. I know players get really upset when you do that. and It's just, it's just a, kind of a bad look too, but – I don't know. The whole situation is so bizarre. It's like earlier in the year, I wasn't sold on Dak. In the last few weeks, I've actually thought, okay, this might be the guy after all. But then the coaching makes it almost impossible to get a good read on him too. So, yeah, it's it's a tough. I situation. mean, it's a sticky situation. I mean, a lot of people saying he should obviously. I mean, it's easy to say now because of the way things have gone the last few weeks that he should have took the money earlier. But the one good thing is you really got still plenty of wiggle room because the Eagles can't figure out how to win a game. So you'll definitely, you'll definitely still should be in the playoffs. And then who knows if he could turn it on in there or the whole team turns around there, who knows uh, what kind of run you can go on, but it's going to be tough to, to get through teams like, you know, San Fran, Green Bay, the Saints. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, San Fran's defense, just like, they just like another level, like their, their linemen just jump off the screen. And I, I can't imagine. I mean, as long as, it's hard to imagine a team overcoming that kind of defense, and then with the Niners' offense too. I mean, to me, they're 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 the team to be beat in the NFC. Although the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, I mean, that guy never sees right. Can never count him out. Yeah, ever. It's like you think, okay, there's no way to win this game, and there he is throwing up. You think the pass is going to go out of bounds, and Tyler Lockett hauls it in for an amazing catch. So, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. So to your point, it's, I just can't imagine the Cowboys overcoming those teams, but. We'll see. I mean, crazier things have happened, I guess. I mean, that's why we watch, right? You don't know what's going to happen. Hey, that's why you they got to at least be in it. And I think they they definitely still chance, stand a good chance to be in it. But, Clyde, I really appreciate the time uh, you taking out with us and, and being on the show today. Any final words before we let you go? 
thanks man uh just thanks for having me this this was awesome um uh and i i by the way i like i like your work too i was checking out your videos on youtube and i, I like your straightforward approach you hand out your picks it's like clear to the point concise um so it's a good work there and uh yeah thanks again and uh good luck everyone and have a good one all right, all right man i really appreciate it. this will not be the last time we hear from you we'll definitely do this again and i will have to see uh Maybe how good your your DAC dance move is as well too in the future. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> again, All right, man. man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. I appreciate it. All right. Awesome, awesome stuff. Like I said, not the last time we'll be hearing from him. Mm. Check him out. Give him a follow. Great interview. Amazing interview. Again, nice guy. I hate I hate that I wasn't there, but yeah, you, know, you guys held it down. Awesome, awesome interview again. Killed it. Good stuff. I still want to see his Dak dance. <laughs> uh, but before we get to the recap, too, even some things I jotted down. Got to give respect where respect's due. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Clemson, right. five straight ACC titles. Mm-hmm. Undefeated once again. Yes. Still not a number one seed. Three. No respect. And we They're favored, their favored over, over OSU early, though. And we said... You know, are they just coasting it? Because mm-hmm. this is a team that's been there before. They know what it takes. Right. Most of the team is back. Mm-hmm. Coaching still there. Right. They know what it takes to win. So are they just taking it easy mm-hmm. to where they know? All right, now it's time to really ball out. Mm-hmm. It, you can't count them out because they, do, they've done it before. But doesn't that we've seen we've seen teams where we thought like they were coasting. And they couldn't turn it on when it really mattered. So yeah. hopefully that's not the case for them, but it might be. So that's there's always a danger in that. Oklahoma, big mm-hmm. win, huge win. But they won't be LSU. I oh, know. And you know why? Mm-hmm. Because they went to overtime with the third string quarterback. Good point. Great point. <laughs> and that you can't stop a nosebleed. No, and you know if. I looked at I looked at how everything shake, shaked up in the standings when you asked me, and I'm like, they're the best one to get in out of, out of that Final Four. I've, it's rough that uh, Georgia had to play that that AC, uh, SEC championship game, yeah, and that's the reason why they're not playing for for the national championship because they did lose it. But you know, that's what happens when you play in the SEC, right? I could see it being uh, LSU versus Clemson. LSU versus Clemson. So that seem that seems like a it, I feel like the the Clemson OSU that's definitely a toss up one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give an early favorite to OSU. Right. Uh, yeah, I've, I just like their I just like that team after seeing them just absolutely demolish uh, Michigan. I'm like, mm, this this team is trying to prove something, you know. But even the Wisconsin game battled back, yeah. 17 unanswered, right? Whatever it was, mm-hmm. battled back, tough yeah. team. Can't count them out. No defense, right? They can score. But ah, this Clemson team is just... National Championships in uh, New Orleans, right? I believe so. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> if LSU go, goes in, then... Sign me up. Sign me up. Let, take the prop bet now. <laughs> I don't know what the line is, but take them now uh-huh. to, uh, to hoist that trophy. But let's get into the recap. What were the numbers for last week? So, we had a... 
very rare sighting of a draw in there. Ugh. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, man. Ugh. Uh, but overall, positive eight five and one plus two hundred. Oh, the push. So yes, we had the push. Yeah. So yeah. actually, and like I posted. Ties are like kissing your sister. Right. Yes, I saw that post. <laughs> Which I got from the Mighty Ducks. Yep. But in that instance, mm-hmm. I have no problem with it because we were literally down 30. <laughs> so, so, they, so they battled back for that push for you, man. Battle back. They should have won the game. Uh-huh. We're in position to win the game. Mm-hmm. So to get the push in that instance, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't like wasting four hours <laughs> to lose. But in that instance, I'll take it. Yeah. We'll we'll get to it. I have a, I have a couple of questions because yeah. We'll get to it. So we'll kick it off. Twelve two nineteen. Our snooze loose pick was actually our first video pick. Awesome job on that, by the way. Thank you. We actually got looking it. sharp. Looking sharp. Hey, listen, we're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> Not experts. We're just professionals. There we go. Uh, so yeah, we actually got a lot of good feedback. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out. We're gonna be doing that a lot more often. Uh, but yeah, our first video pick was Manhattan plus six versus Stony Brook. We lost that one 65 to 47. Stony Brook came out the second half on like a 10-0 run. Oh. And we never stood a shot. Mm-hmm. So we were we were in it. Mm-hmm. I think halftime they were down like nine or eleven. Okay, so within striking distance. Yeah, and then it and just then, it, and then just they poured it off. <laughs> That's it. They it was the weather I think it snowed. It's, I don't think that it, was it the beginning that day. It was the beginning of the snowstorm. That's right, it yep. snowed that day, and yep. I think they were just thinking about getting back to the city. Right. Premium. We took the Seahawks money line versus the Vikings. They won this game 37 to 30. And I get why people might have took the plus three, mm-hmm. but I had to take Seattle. Right. Kirk Cousins 0 8 on Monday Night Football mm-hmm. has yet to win a big game. Mm-hmm. Terrible record against teams over 500. Mm-hmm. I-, I had to roll with Russ. Right. right. And in Seattle. That's, that's a big thing. You mentioned this earlier. In Seattle, uh, I had this, to roll this with is a different team. Still fighting for the MVP. I don't know how much that means to guys, but he is fighting for it. He's still fighting for MVP. I'm going to give it to Lamar, but... Why would you not? He's still fighting for it. Uh, so, we went with uh, Seattle. They won that game 37-30. to 12-3. Snooze-lose pick. Louisville minus five versus Michigan. They won that game 58-43. to And last week, we were on here mm-hmm. upset <laughs> because <laughs> Michigan just kept winning games. Right. The, every chance I thought they would slow down, uh-huh. they kept just winning games and covering. Right. But this was a game where I knew they had to go to Louisville. They had a little bit of a target on their back after what they did in that Bahamas tournament or yep. wherever it was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning that tournament, shocking the world pretty much, getting a lot of exposure. I, I mean, they're a big school and everything like that, but still, they got a lot of exposure. People were not expecting them to run through the gauntlet like they did in that tournament. Right. Uh, new coach, getting mm-hmm. a lot of exposure. So we took Louisville and Louisville, and they won that game not only and won that game and covered for us. Right. Premium, we took the Wild, Minnesota that is against mm-hmm. the Panthers. They won that game four to two on the road. Very very gutsy call, but it paid off. Mm-hmm. Big win for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Not a good road team. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but all the money was shifting towards them. They've been resurgent of late. After, They've been playing good yeah, hockey after after a very slow start. They have. Definitely picked it, picked it up, been and within striking hockey. distance yeah. of that third. Been playing def- really good hockey. A lot mm-hmm. of teams been playing good late. Twelve four, Sioux lose pick. We went with Penn plus fourteen over Nova. They lost that game, but covered eighty to sixty nine. Those Ivy League kids are tough. 
You got nothing to lose. <laughs> right. That was a lot of points. Nova's good. Uh-huh. I think they were 13 points, 14 points good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penn battled back. They were down 11 late. And look, the game could got away. Yeah. One or two possessions, the game gets out of hand. It's They lose by 20. Right. Uh, but held composure, yeah. battled back, and ended up Like you said, tough, scrap, tough scrappy yeah, team. Yeah, scrappy school. Yeah. Look out for them. There's a, there, you always look out for the, the Dayton's, mm-hmm. the Penn's, the uh, Harvard's. Right. Those schools you always look out for because those are the teams that have messed up some brackets mm-hmm. by, yeah, they might not win, but they're covering. Okay. And that's all we care about. Yeah. They are messing up paper because uh-huh. they are covering the spread. Uh, so those, those schools you always look out for because the Wichita's. All right. Yeah, those, yeah. those schools are always covering. Mm-hmm. Premium took to the NBA hardwood. Orlando plus two versus Suns won that game for us outright. 128 to 114. Phoenix was getting one and a half on the road. Neither one of these teams are stellar. No. Nope. And... Like the the rule of thumb is if you, Vegas isn't giving you three points, they don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the home team every time as a dog. Uh, the spread was one and a half. We bought it to two, and we didn't even need to have a point. As they absolutely blew the Suns out, <laughs> right? And then took care of business at home. Twelve five snooze lose pick. Arizona Coyotes versus Philly won this game three to one. Philly was on a six-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Arizona was coming in on the road. Low line. Mm-hmm. Money was shifting towards the Coyotes. Philly had to lose at some point. Right. You know, six straight. Mm-hmm. It's a long streak in any sport. Knew it was coming to an end. Knew the way the money was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went for the plus money. It hit. This pick is actually posted on Twitter, so mm-hmm. make sure you follow us at the Black Bookie. Show, show proof for everybody. We show proof when we get those. Best when we get those big yeah. underdogs. I mean, yeah. you, you take a team that's facing a team in their building on a 16 winning streak. Mm-hmm. I got no problem showing that. Went together, lose together. Right. They came out, and took care of business. I mean, um, good call on that one. Arizona built on goaltending and defense, and again showed showed it here again. Strong, strong display again. They cannot score. <laughs> they cannot score. Going forward, uh-huh. uh, I would say from here on out, if you take Arizona under uh-huh. for the next, what is it, 60 games left, 50 games left, yeah. they're going to cover 40 of them because mm-hmm. they yeah. can't score. Right. They strictly rely on defense and goaltending. Oh, yeah. They and again, they, have, they got two Vesna, I feel like two Vesna candidates back there. Both, yeah. both, of, both of them. They so, can. this is a very much a defense and goaltending game. So, pretty good call on that one. Premium. We took the under in Dallas versus Chicago. I mean, I would have done too. <laughs> Thursday night football. It's Mitch Trubisky. Uh-huh. The Cowboys can't play in the cold, apparently. Yep. Even that. It's like, what year is this? Like, the last time I really heard that was when, like, we were trying to make excuses for Peyton Manning. <laughs> It's like, yo, it's it's Peyton, though. We can't play in the cold. Uh-huh. Oh, he's still a Hall of Famer. Like, come on. What are we doing now? It's 2019. It's, we have the technology now where you could pr- practice in the cold. You, we can, yeah. We can make... We can put snow in the desert. <laughs> Wherever we want. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. And you saw, I know Jerry World can... You can on. do wonders in there. Manufacture something. Uh-huh. And even Gronk talked about it. He was on... One of these football shows, and he talked about it. He was like, Bill would pour water mm-hmm. on the footballs uh-huh. in practice. 
just to get you like in any sort of like acclimation that you need to. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna listen. This is football. It's it's gonna be cold eventually. Yeah, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be, be hot. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be the yeah. weather. Yeah, it's not gonna. Be, we're not gonna be in Miami all the time. Yeah. we're not gonna be in Louisiana. Right. You know, we're not gonna be under a dome all be, the time. Right. It's yeah. gonna. You got to be able to win these games. Yeah. And an absolute. I knew by halftime this this was over. Uh huh. Not that they were just gonna lose, but the the under was was just getting blown. Again, making Mitch Trubisky look great, like, which... a, like a god. <laughs> this is a guy that got benched a week and a half ago, right? And I'm just like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't seen Mitch Trubisky look this good since that uh, Washington game. Yeah, early like second third week. In it's the that season. division. Yeah, that it's... division is. Jesus Lord. <laughs> no one, in, like I said before, no one should make it. No, give it to give. Just give another. Give team. another birth. That's to, it. Yeah. Someone else. You. That should be a rule. You have to at least finish above five hundred. And, and you laughed. You laughed when I said, "What do you think the record of someone in that division will come out?" And I said seven and nine. Uh, and I laughed. And then <laughs> I'm looking. We're at, close. I'm looking at the standings. I'm like, well. Yeah, it could happen. Oh no, no, no! It's it's, it's very plausible. It it's could be seven and nine. The, the Cowboys can go to the playoffs seven and nine, and have a home game. Remember the last time that happened? Though? I remember the last time Marshall that happened. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beast mode. Unbelievable. Twelve six. What was the Snooze lose pick? Snooze lose on twelve uh, six was Oregon versus Utah. Oh, rocking chair winner. We never had the sweat, and. Uncle it Joe was, coming through with the college football. It's amazing, really, that this was such a big blowout because Utah needed this to be if they had In consideration. They needed to not only win but win big style points, and they lost big. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even show up. I mean, they fought back late, but it was too late. It was way too. It was too late. 30, you let up thirty-five, man. Dude. To Oregon. Look, I understand that um, the SEC is the powerhouse. Yeah. And no one can really compete with them. But it just, it looks so demoralizing. Like, looking at the ACC, other than Clemson, not that really, not very, not very strong. Uh, the only other one that I can really think of is the Big Ten and stuff. They they have they got to like some good teams, but the Pac twelve was was off and stuff. It just all the power just looked was in like the SEC, and it's just kind of demoralizing to see, to look at other other conferences. You know, it's always that way. Seems to be that way. Yeah. What was the prem for that day? For the prem that day was Pitt uh, versus Louisville. So uh, Pitt was uh, plus thirteen. Uh, this one stung. <laughs> lost that one. Forty-six tw- to sixty-four. Twelve-six. We actually got a new client from Florida. First games of his. We give him the Oregon one, obviously. Rock and chair winner. Mm-hmm. We give him the pit game. And we were th- we were there. That this that score doesn't show the type of game it was. Late in the second half. Kid makes a play where you're clapping. You're like, great hustle. Yeah. That's why way to be. Great hustle. And they call like a clear path foul. What? Yeah, it was bad. What? It was, it was brutal. They called the huh? Yeah, it was brutal. 
was the last time you saw one of those? <laughs> and that it can the team never recovered. Because they're probably thinking like, where in the rule rule book is this? You're thinking we're on the road. We're playing the number one team in the country. They don't want us to win. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm you know me. I've been doing this for a while. If this is your first time tuning in, you can listen back to the previous shows. We don't make excuses here. But the team quit after that. One bad call, that didn't go away. That's how it happens sometimes. I don't make excuses. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm filling you in. And it's a bad call. Mm. Team completely shut down after that. Right. And it it sucks. I hate, I hate, obviously, and I tell clients, listen, we're not going to go 50-0. It's not going to happen. But I hate coming out the gate. The worst thing you could do, I don't like 0-2, and and I don't like Mm 1-1. Best thing you could do out the gate is 2-0. Right. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I love to come out the gate 2-0. Right. Quality over quantity. I only give out five, six, seven plays a day. The more you bet, the more you're going to lose. Right. Um, so, came out. New client that day. We split on that one. The pick game really stung us. We we were right in the game. Mm-hmm. I had some new clients, too, recently who have came out hot early in the week, won a few games, and they're like, all right, man, I'm going to I'm gonna place a blackjack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Uh-huh. I got nothing to do with that. Right. Well, I give out the picks. What'd you do with your money after that? That's not, all on you. Not my business. Right. Have fun. Mm-hmm. But but I don't realize that. Yeah. Twelve seven. Snooze lose pick. You know. You Yeah. You Lafayette versus App State. <laughs> Push. I'll take it. I will take it. So normally I won't. I hate it. It's a waste of time. But in that instance. When you were down by that much and play as bad as they did, I'll take it. Did you turn off this game? I stopped watching it, absolutely. Okay. Third quarter, I turned it off. Okay. I, the pick six in the second half, <laughs> I turned it off. That's when you turned because it off. Because they were, they, I knew too, and I was, you know, I was on the line, and I seen people saying, still a lot of time left. Uh-huh. This is a school that could put up points. Neither one of these defenses are great. Yeah. It's not over yet. Yeah. And I believed it. I right. bought the hype. And I'm still watching, and I'm still watching. I'm like, we're not, we're not cutting into. We can't. We're not getting stops. They're right. scoring, but we're not getting stops. Right. At least like. So they're not making up any part of that deficit. You got to at least hold them to field goals. Uh-huh. You know, a few three and outs. Yeah. Get back into the game. They weren't getting stops. It was just going back and forth, back and forth. Then the pick six. I was like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Stop watching it. I think I turned to the Baylor game because this was also early, and I was just watching that. Right. I literally didn't know until I got an alert when ULL scored uh-huh. that we covered. Well, at least pushed. Yes, pushed. And I was like, Phew. Phew. couldn't yeah. believe it. Couldn't believe it. Right. No chance, no way they should have covered uh-huh. that game. I'm surprised you stuck around that long. I gave it to the third quarter. Yeah, that's that's a while. That's a while, man. It was ugly. It was, it was really ugly. Yeah. Premium for that day. That is uh, Memphis minus nine. That sucked. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Had chances. Had had chances to put their foot on their necks, take control of this game. They were up by seven at one point. Mm-hmm. Got a big stop. Got the ball back. I was, Here we go. Let's go up 14. Here it is. Couldn't put them away. Right. Uh, tough game, though. Cincinnati played well. Mm-hmm. But didn't get the cover. Move on. 12-8. Snooze, lose pick. 
disappointment. <laughs> Oakland plus three. How'd that one finish? <laughs> they got punched. <laughs> Absolutely smoked. And this and there's another team. Season's over. Yeah. They will probably win the last game in Oakland before we're going to Vegas. Right. But that's, that's gonna it. be an emo- Yeah, because yeah. that's just gonna be an emotional game. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Season's over. Lost to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgivable. Lost to the Titans in Oakland. Right. Another team. Jesus. That's- by the way. Give it up for uh, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Damn. Fighting for his job. And he cares. Doing an excellent job. The too. guy cares. Right. Because they're not just winning. Uh-huh. They're winning. Yes. That's the thing. They are winning. When I'm looking at these scores and what Tannehill is doing, I'm like, this is not the Tannehill that I... See, ex- but teams like that, uh-huh. like I said, you have the Ravens. You got the Chiefs. But... Those are the teams, the Buffaloes, the the Tennessees. Those are the ones where I know people are going to say this sounds dumb and they're going to blast me on the internet. Those are the teams I'm more afraid of playing at this point in this year over the New England. Uh You know, over the San Fran. They got nothing to lose. Right. They got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. They can clearly score. They have nothing to lose. They can run the ball, which is scary. Yes. Tannehill has nothing to lose. Nothing. He's playing with house money. He <laughs> has nothing to lose. He has no expectations. If he has to go into Baltimore, he has nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. He has Henry back there that can run the ball. He's going to have a defense that's fired up that's going to at least try and keep him in the game. They have nothing to lose. Same thing with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But no one expects Buffalo to do shit. Nope. This team could win their division, and we still haven't talked about them. Right. <laughs> we still haven't talked about them once. They have not led a headline once. I- Every time you're not seeing Buffalo as one of the first uh, first highlights at all. They're, at all, they're that Passover. <laughs> they're that Every Passover week. score. It's like, Every oh, by the way, Buffalo won. <laughs> yeah, by the way, by the way, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they kicked the Cowboys' ass on Thanksgiving. Yeah, by the way, the And now it's on to <laughs> Atlanta. And- yeah, Giannis. Yeah, anything else? Basketball. Yeah. James Harden went to the line twenty-four times. Right. <laughs> anything else? Those teams have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. I'm more afraid to play them than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you can definitely see it with Buffalo. Yeah, uh, you're making a great point now with with Tennessee and stuff that they have nothing to lose. They yeah. can run the ball. They they play defense. They're chippy. Mm-hmm. The kids playing with house money. Yeah. If he comes out and lays an egg, what do we say? That that's Tannehill. That's, that's whatever. <laughs> he made a great season. Yeah. But when he's putting Tom out... Tom Brady can't do that. Lamar Jackson can't do that. Mahomes can't do that. Nope. Aaron Rodgers can't do nope. that. Jimmy G can't do that. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill could come out and throw four picks. And would it's be like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a year. Yeah. So That's yeah. scary. Yeah. So, so it's teams like this that you need to look out. Another great show. Uh-huh. Great oh, wait, interview, like I wait, said. Wait, wait, wait. We also got the Buffalo game. Oh yeah, no, why started with the wagon? See, look at you! Even you're like, wait, Buffalo! Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we took the bills, they covered plus that so Thank you! Why are we out? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but yes, Buffalo covered. We got that one. Bang! Nobody <laughs> circles the wagon. Too much money on the Ravens today. Yeah. 80% of the money on Baltimore uh-huh. had to go the other way. I was surprised that, that it was that high. Yeah. This is, again, 
It's not, it's a very very good team. It's a good team. Yeah, a good a, defensive team too. And that's a, that's what that's what it's gonna be. If this was gonna be a shootout one, I'd be like, oh, oh man, let, Ra- yeah, yeah, take the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me Lamar. Lamar's, Lamar's gonna go for like three hundred yards. I got, I got Buffalo in Buffalo against what is a good defense. Yeah, give me give me yeah. Yeah, they just came off of a tough win too. They came off an impressive, an impressive one. Yeah. No, even uh, the Ravens. Oh yeah. Came off a game they had the battle. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it, they listen. These weeks wear on you. Mm-hmm. It's not getting easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's only gonna get harder. Exactly. These weeks get- wearing you. Mm-hmm. So, heck of a game by Bills Mafia mm-hmm. to get us to cover. Chances to win. The first half in the red zone. Four times, right? Come away with three field goals. Mm-hmm. You know, you get one of those to be a TD. It's a mm. different game. Yeah, you get two of them to be a TD. You might win. Yeah, and this, I know it's a loss, but looking looking at what the public thought. Yeah. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm the Bills, I'm like, yo, we can build on this. I can only grow from it. Yeah, we can, can grow from this. It. We know, like, we know we can play with the best. I can only grow from that. Mm-hmm. Season two. Episode seven. Episode seven. Thank you once again to my man Clyde coming through. Like awesome, said, awesome him. interview, man. Awesome interview. We'll definitely have that him on again. We're gonna have some more people lined up in the year off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Any final words before we let you go? Um, I hate fantasy so <laughs> so much. I think I got in right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, you did. Window shopper on point differentials. Hey, you won. I'm not getting in because of points. You beat your point though. I'm about to. I'm projected to. Okay. He, they try. Yeah, you're gonna win. You're gonna win, and the other person that was tied that was gonna lose. Yeah. So I will get in over you over points. But third place drops down. But again, because I don't have enough points, <laughs> they still stay in. Oh. I lose because of points. Gotta I was a champion last year, <laughs> damn it. Gotta cover the spread. That's right. <laughs> Gotta cover the spread. This fantasy's stupid. It's dumb. But I'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Keep this train going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. I don't think it's going to be a long run for me. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a long run. Hey, hey. I got no quarterback. But first seed is a choke artist. That's so. true. That's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah, cho- he's lost... Three weeks in a row. Now. Yep, mm-hmm. and he's going into the playoffs cold, cold. So uh, I don't think he's gonna be number one anymore. Oh man, he might not. I think it'll be two. Oh, it'll be two. Mm-hmm. The person that beat him today will be one. Yeah. The person that can't even spell football <laughs> will be three, and I'll be fourth. Weren't they last it last year? Didn't win a game. Yes. <laughs> Didn't win a single, and that just goes to show you why fantasy is the dumbest it's thing. A stupid sport shit. ever. I don't know how these idiots do it, uh. but kid can't spell football, <laughs> and he's very intelligent. Yeah, he's he he's, he's extremely intelligent. He just knows nothing about football. Probably one of the smartest people yeah. I know, and he's can't like, even spell. It. <laughs> he, he spells it basketball. <laughs> That's all he knows. He, he, he might, and he might win it. <laughs> he might win. It's it. gonna be tough. He's got Lamar. That's yeah. pretty much how he's got. This yeah, run. exactly. It's, it's been Lamar. And these weeks are only gonna get tougher. Uh huh. So, the only thing I can go my way is I have Wentz. He's playing some bad teams down the stretch. Right. We know, like we said, one of the teams is a choke artist. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, maybe I get lucky. Maybe you that's, do. That's all I can ask for. I'm, I'm, I'm the Bills right now. I'm playing with house money. I'm not projected to win. <laughs> I was not even projected to be in this far. See, uh-huh. people think because you have like sports knowledge uh-huh. that you're good at this. But no! It's all luck. It's luck! It's all luck. <laughs> nothing to do with knowledge. Right. So, but I'm in. We'll take it from there. Take it from there. Congrats. Snooze Loose Podcast, episode seven. Tune in, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Download that Black Bookie app. And as always, in the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks. I've had some losing months. I've never had a losing year. Snooze Loose Podcast. Until next time. Thank you.